All right. All right. Junko, thank you so much for coming in and chatting with me a little bit. You know, before we dive into everything, I'd love to just kind of get an overall um, look at, you know, what is Team Perseverance to you? Uh, Team Perseverance really is is my baby. Um, I started it in Florida because I saw that there were a lot of kids that didn't have anything to do. And so I thought, what better way but basketball, because sports is pretty much what I know, right? How to give back to the community. And so I started it there just to kind of keep them off the streets. And I did that for a couple, two or three years until I came here to to, uh, Shaw and then started it here. But it's it's just my way of giving back to the kids, right? Everybody has a gift, and for me, that's my gift is athletics and just spending time with the kids and teaching them life, basically. Yeah, and tell me a little bit about the timeline of starting it up here um, in Sumter and what that process kind of was for you, having already kind of laid the groundwork in a different state. Um, it was kind of, it, it was fairly easy. I, I got here in 2005 <clears throat> in August. And then I started the girls' team, um, a travel team. And the next thing I know, there was a lot of boys that were coming, well, what about us? What about us? And so we started out with a boys and a girls' team, travel team. Um, We practiced at Alice Drive Middle School, and pretty much uh, Coach Pricey opened the gym up for us. And it it just grew from there. We did that for several years, and my job kind of took me away from that. Um, just with the hours and so the kids program kind of took a a break and then someone came to me and said would you be interested in starting a men's semi-professional team and I was like hmm so my thought with the men's team was maybe I can teach these guys to be mentors to the kids and then just mesh it all together and start it all over again and so we did that 2017 we started the men's semi-pro team um, which is still going And then, honestly, God just said, you know what, you need to refocus. You need to go back to basically my roots, which was the youth, right? And so here we are. Um, I gave up my teaching job to do this. I got a phone call and said, you know, put in in a proposal. Let's see where you pan out amongst the rest of the proposals. And so thank God for the city. Um, So I'll be working with the city to do the after-school program and then to really heighten our athletic program, um, all to keep the kids off the street, give them something to do, make sure that they understand that education is important, health and wellness, and just teach them some life skills while they're my captive audience. <laughs> Absolutely. And, you know, what was kind of the pitch to the city for what this after-school program kind of could be as your kind of final goal? So, honestly, the after-school program was the city's idea. Right, okay. to do the after-school program. But I did the after-school program with the Boys and Girls Club. So I had already ran the after-school program. And then to incorporate the health and wellness and the athletics. Um, so that was that was pretty easy. So after-school is basically going to be about 2.30 to 6. <clears throat> they have to do 20 minutes of reading. We have to do 30 minutes of homework. And then we're going to have different sports for them that they may be interested in. And for the rest of that time, until their parents pick them up, that's what we're going to be doing is teaching them that sport, teaching them life skills through that sport. We'll have some mentoring sessions as well. Um, And that's pretty much what the after-school program is going to be. Before and after, I have um, an adult exercise program because I used to teach silver sneakers at the YMCA. And so I'm going to do something basically like that for the adults, right? 
I'm figuring we all need to get a little part of this, like the whole community. So prior to after school, we'll do that. We'll have a little bit of open gym. And then after six o'clock, we'll offer training sessions um, to the public. So the after school is basically free for the families that live in the South Sumter area. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. And I love the the kind of, you know, all ages kind of aspect to the different things that you guys are doing. Was that something that was initially part of the plan? What, you know, what made you want to incorporate an aspect for, you know, elderly people and things like that as well? Me. <laughs> <laughs> Once you get of a certain age, you realize how important it is. And um, when I taught Silver Sneakers at the Y, it was mostly elderly people. And it was just a blast. And it was a blast to see them getting coming in and moving and just after classes, thanking me for being there and, and, you know, making it fun and helping us move. And it was more, you know, and, and incorporating the spiritual part of it, too, right? It wasn't just physical, but it was emotional and spiritual. And so I was like, you know what? I, I would like to do that for me because it gave me a, lo- a lot of satisfaction to see someone else of my age and older, right, exercising, having fun, and just leaving with a big old smile on their face. Absolutely. And, you know, how important is it to for, you know, the younger generation to also see the inclusion at all ages? You know, you you mentioned uh, the the men's team, the Mm -hmm. semi-pro team and how they could be mentors to younger kids and to kind of show kids that we're not going to give up on you once you're no longer part of that youth. And that can be such an important thing for so many kids that are kind of growing through life and all of a sudden they, they graduate high school or something. They feel like, all right, well, I'm left to kind of fend for myself. Right. You know what? <clears throat> I'm glad you asked that question because we had a hard time getting support for the men's team because they're men, right? What kind of support do they need? Um, <clears throat> and so it is very important because even they – you know, I, my men's team ranges from 19 to 38. And so there's still kids themselves that need that guidance and the support, not just the support of me, but family and community, right? And so, yes, for the older or for the younger kids to see that, that, you know what, I'm here, but there's something else right in front of me that I can aspire to. And that's my whole goal is to say, you know what, it doesn't end here. Let's get that education. Let's go, you know, to a trade school and let's follow our passion if it's basketball or whatever it may be, right? To know that there's there's more ahead of them than just whatever they may think there is. Absolutely. Right? Well, and do you have some of the guys from that men's team helping out with uh, the after school program and things like that? I'll have a couple coming in because I do have some that are in school and of course the majority of them are working. Um, so on their free time, they'll be coming in in the afternoon. It's a little hard. I've got one kid that's in Morris, and so I said, hey, how about you schedule your classes <laughs> <laughs> around the after school? So he'll be coming in a few days a week. Um, <clears throat> a friend of mine that I met about 12 years ago, and we kind of had the same vision, who is an ex-boxing champion, um, she'll be coming in to help me with the after school. And then one of my parents um, will be coming in to help out as well. And so as we start it, it'll just be small, but hopefully we can get the community involved because as long as we have volunteers, the after-school program can remain free, right, for the, for the Southside kids. Absolutely. A, yeah. a, a true family environment. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and tell me a little bit about kind of the, the vibe and tone that you kind of want to set, you know, with this group of kids that's going to be coming in after school. Um, hope. Hope and fun. Um, hope that they can... 
understand that education is po- is important. Hope that they understand that that there's someone outside of their family that cares about them. Um, to maintain hope that there's something else again outside of South Sumter, right? But I want them to to understand what hard work takes or what success takes, and that's hard work to be committed to your schoolwork, to be committed to whatever it is you're doing, right? And finding your passion, um, integrity. Is, is a big thing and, and learning self-respect and how to respect others because I think we all know that in this day and time there's a little bit of that lacking and so I'm hoping that we'll be able to fill the gaps between home and school and wherever else that they go so that time that they're with us we hope that we're able to instill something in them that's going to be positive and great and, and allow them to understand that they've got greatness within them so yeah, and how important is something like this, you know, now? Obviously, you know, we are not that far away from the nightmare that was 2020 and, and oh COVID. And, and you know, so many kids, you know, something that, you know, has come out of that is a lot of kids kind of lost out on a lot of social skills and things like that. So how important is it to have somewhere other than, you know, the nuclear school environment that they're around every day to go and, and have somewhere to not only, you know, focus on education, focus on sports, but also focus on the social aspect of things? Um, it's going to be very important. You know, our kids have lost a lot, like you said, over the last couple of years. They've lost a lot in education. They've lost a lot in social skills. And just if we can get that phone out of their hands <laughs> <laughs> for a couple hours a day, right, with us um, and learn to communicate with words um, to understand <clears throat> that it's more than just texting somebody but making eye contact, right? Like my players, my younger players, whenever they come in and they speak to me, if they say hello to me and their eyes are, no, sir, look at me, shake my hand, how you doing, right? Because this is what they're going to do when they get out of school and apply for a job and go through interviews, right? Eye contact, confidence, that's a big thing. We want to try to build confidence. Everybody has something that they're good at. A lot of people have things that they're good at that they don't even know. And so we hope to bring that out of them as well. Absolutely. And, you know, this is a, a, a kind of a project that you're rolling out in stages a little bit as far as what you are going to have available. So let's start with, you know, what is going to be there when the doors open mm-hmm. for kids to be able to take part in? So what's going to be open, of course, is the after school program from 2.30 to 6. And then we're going to have um, the adult, adult, active older adults, um, people that may be going through even rehab after after coming out of the hospital or people that are just starting to exercise. So it'll be a low to uh, moderate impact <clears throat> on Wednesdays and Fridays at 11 o'clock in the morning. And then on Wednesdays, we'll have a mommy and me. So moms that have kids that maybe can't go to a gym or can't afford to go to a gym to exercise. <gasps> Come on in. <laughs> You're good. You're good. Come on. I use my hands like, Come on in. <laughs> right? Come on in. Bring the kids and let's have some fun. And then my goal is once I get them in there, you know, we have a lot of single parents. We have military parents, you know, dual military parents, that when one gets deployed, the other one has no idea, oh, my God, now I'm a single parent. So immediately after that exercise class, we're just going to have a single parents group. Let's sit down talk. What ideas can we share? What can we do better? What, you know, how do we deal with certain things? Um, and hopefully that will help them out. And then after, we'll have um, perseverance, team perseverance basketball which will have the men coming in and utilizing the gym for practice. We'll start having tryouts next month. And then I also plan on having a tryout for kids that like to do travel ball. We're going to pick that back up. 
um, for the teens. Open gym on every first Saturday of the month for kids between 10 and 16 years old and come in, play basketball, and just let out all that energy for four hours. Amen to that. And before we kind of get to what you're kind of planning on adding, I'd like to kind of also go into the military aspect. You mentioned, you know, military families and things like that. Mm-hmm. How does your kind of background with, with the military kind of flow into what you're doing with Team Perseverance? Um, structure, discipline, um, structure, discipline, structure and discipline, <laughs> right? Military, mi- military speaking. Um, but the core... The core of it all is is really to let them know that everything that you do has to have a purpose, right? No matter what it is. If you're having fun, let it have a purpose. I'm having fun because I had a bad day at school or that that type of thing. Something as simple as that. But really, again, it goes back to um, structure and discipline, right? Kids need structure and they need discipline. And I want them to see how far they can get when they implement, even if it's just a little bit of structure, right? At this hour, we're going to do reading. At this hour, we're going to do you know, homework. And then from this time to this time, we get to do X, Y, and Z. Um, because I think we, we need to put that back into a child's daily life so that they don't think they can just go haywire, right? Go do and say and, and go anywhere they want to whenever they want to type of situation yeah and how important also is it for you too to have that kind of extension of resources for the people that are on the base uh, and people at Shaw and those military families that you know might need the mommy and me class and things like that to just kind of give that outlet of resources to some people who you know might need it and might not have somewhere else to go for it right this has this has been the biggest blessing this is my vision that I've had for years right because for me, I always want to give back to the community, give back to the community, right? That, that just brings me such joy. So the more that I can do for someone else, I'm going to be thinking about, okay, what can we do next, right? Who needs what? Um, and of course, being retired military, of course, I'm going to think about <clears throat> the military folks, but also just being in the community, you know, just coaching at the different schools and coaching in the community. Um, I really want to give them something as well. Parents that are in the area, they don't have anything to do, right? If they're not working, come spend some time with us. Maybe we can rub off some of the goodness that we're trying to spread. Absolutely. And you mentioned, you know, always looking at what, what I can do next. And I know you've got a lot of ideas for um, programs that are going to be added to this thing kind of over time. So what is, um, A, what's the kind of the timeline for, you know, expanding out what you guys are offering? And what are some of the things that you're planning on adding in? So first and foremost, the after-school program, I need that to be uptight. And I need, to, I need it to be running like an, a well-oiled machine first. That's first and foremost. And once that gets going and we're comfortable and we know that it's running well and we're starting to get more kids in, <clears throat> we'll start looking to other programs. You know, I'd like to bring in a men's basketball league older, like over 30, right? I played over 30 when I was in the military, and it was a lot more fun playing with people my own age versus <laughs> trying you're to hang the, with the You're saying the 40-year-olds don't like to catch up with the 20-year-olds? Well, you know, my <laughs> one guy that I have on the team, he does pretty well. Actually, he does a, better than some of the younger guys, but he's, he's very well-disciplined, right? Um, there's so many other things. Junior NBA, we have junior NBA competition that I was able to do at the YMCA, but now we have our own gym and we can do it and schedule it any time that we, we need to. 
and that's free, right? A junior MBA league because we're members of the junior MBA and they do lots of great things. Um, so different sports and just getting together with some of the other organizations in the community and partnering with them so that we can do more. You know, what that saying is um, together we can do more and it's so very true. So I'm reaching out to other nonprofits and churches and other folks so that we can say, hey, you guys work with kids. What, what can we do together, right? To make something big for them. Um, but I'm hoping that each program that we implement will grow so that they say, you know what? We need more space, right? We need more employees. We need to really make this program last longer. We're on a two-year contract. And so I'm giving myself six months for the after-school program or to at least until the end of the school year, right, to see how it goes. And then we start up the summer camp. And in between that, during the school year, we're going to have, of course, the, the winter camp and then the spring camp um, and just kind of build off of that. Yeah, and you mentioned, um, you know, over the summer. And, you know, how does an after-school program kind of have to shift as you get into after the school year is over? What opportunities are going to be available to kids when it's not necessarily the structure of once you get out of school, this is a place you can come? That'll be the summer camp. Um, there'll be times that before and after, like I said, that they can come in. Now, during during 12 to 12 p.m. to 6 p.m., all whatever programs we have during that time is going to be free. And then anytime after that, there's going to be a nominal fee depending upon um, if they get a scholarship or not because we do have to keep the building open and keep things running, right? But the summer program is going to be similar to the after-school program, only about 10 hours a day, right? During the summertime, even though they're not in school, we're still going to incorporate the reading. We're still going to incorporate the reading, and then we'll do other things, different activities, arts and crafts, the sports, you know, Try to figure out what these kids like, what they may be interested in, and finding people and saying, hey, you know what, can you come in and teach tennis? Or can you come in and you know show somebody how to play the piano? Or can you come in and teach them Spanish, right? And so the sky's the limit for me with that. But we want to really key, on, key in on the kids and try to, try to allow them to figure out, what do I like? What can I do? What am I good at? Right? And understand that we don't have to be good at everything right away, but if we just try and give 100%, never know what we're good at. Right? Absolutely. And, you know, those summer months are always so important, too, because kids have so much free time on their hands. So how nice was it to, you know, be able to kind of get this started here in January, have a semester to, you know, figure out the after school program side of things before all of a sudden you're opening things up a little bit wider and things like yeah. that. Well, like I said, I, I did the after-school program, the summer camps for the Boys and Girls Club, so I kind of know the logistics of it and what to expect. Um, the biggest thing will be getting people in, the volunteers, the employees, um, to help us out with that because, you know, we have to have so many employees per child, um, and we want to make sure that the kids are safe, and so we need eyes, right? We need eyes and hands. So if anybody's interested in volunteering, um, please come check us out. Absolutely. And well, and how much interest have you gotten from the community so far as far as just, you know, what you've put out there for it opening up later this month? So we've gotten probably about five families that have responded that they definitely want to attend. Um, and so, you know, it's not going to be 30 kids right at once. We may have about six and that's okay. 
And as people start to hear about it more and they see what we're doing with them and we get a little bit more publicity and um, out there, then I'm sure it'll grow. I'm sure it'll grow. Absolutely. Well, and what do you kind of see as the final product of what this can be? What What are your kind of goals for what this can grow to? I want to see kids continue to come with us, be with us in after school, summer, um, through high school, coming back, volunteering, right? We have an internship program that we started right before COVID that I started with Sumter School District and then COVID hit. Internship program with Morris College where I had the college students coming out, but we never had brick and mortar. So it was kind of, okay, let's do what we can. I can teach you what you need to know to get your, your hours. But now that we have a brick and mortar, we'll be able to reach out and do that internship um, and just have them coming back, right? Remember when I, I came through the after school program or the boys, not the boys and girls club, but the um, after school program for perseverance? Gee, coach, you're getting old. You know, that, that, that's what I want to hear. That's what I want to see is them coming back and then giving back to the community because that's what we instilled in them is that community and, and community service is important. Absolutely. Well, and if you kind of think back to your time of coming to, you know, Shaw and Sumter, could you imagine, you know, being here at this point and, and having this up and running on your own? Absolutely not. <laughs> My vision was there. And, you know, that old saying, be careful what you ask for because you just might get it. Well, the blessing is here and I'm very thankful for it. Um, it's huge. No, when I came here in 2005, we were just basketball. I wanted to coach basketball. I wanted to teach kids life skills through basketball. But it wasn't until 2017 that I was like, you know, I want to do more. I want to do more, but I can't do more. I don't have any place to do more with, right? So um, back then it wasn't a vision to be this big. <laughs> well, and to that point, you know, obviously still a lot of work to do, but what does it mean to be at this point to, you know, be a week away from opening, you know, having the ribbon cutting for this thing and, you know, be even closer to, you know, actually getting kids in the door? It's exciting. Um, it can be a little bit overwhelming, right? Not going to lie, but it's very exciting. I feel like we're going to be successful because in my heart of hearts, this is what I've been wanting to do for a long time is just to be able to give back. And now I have that opportunity. Um, it's putting me back into my military mode, right? Just, just hard charger, right? And so it's exciting for me because my adrenaline is just rushing right now. Deep in the trenches. <laughs> deep, in, deep in the trenches and, you know, the challenge of let's see what we can do for the community. That, that's my challenge. How much can we do for the community? Absolutely. All right. Well, I think that's all I've got for you today. Thank you so much for coming in to chat about this awesome after-school program. Well, thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Absolutely. All right. Welcome back to another episode of The Blitz. I'm Tim Leibel, and on today's episode, we've got Junko Allen from Team Perseverance, who's working on launching an after-school program at the South Sumter Gym. She's looking to pour back to the community here in Sumter. Let's get to that conversation. I 
And that'll do it for this week's episode of The Blitz. Thanks again for Junko for coming in to talk about, you know, that awesome resource that she's going to have for the community here in Sumter. We're looking forward to the ribbon cutting out there at the South Sumter Gym next week. Also on the item, we'll have the grind next week with Devon Woods from Lakewood, a wrestler and football player who's, you know, making quite the splash there for the Gators. For the Item Podcast Network and Studio Sumter, I'm Tim Leibel. Thanks for listening. That's just